Hi, and welcome to episode 43 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki. I'm also known as Heartland Its Own Ravelry Plurk and Instagram. And today is Sunday, August 25th, 2013. It's going to probably be a quick episode. I, I feel like I say that every week. Um, Nitty Mojo still hasn't quite come back to me. Though yesterday I had the urge to knit a sweater or start a new sweater and got out all the sort of yarn sweaters quantity of yarn and had it laying all out on the table and took a picture except for the one that I really wanted to do I didn't have enough of so didn't start anything new but let me show you what I have been working on um, I did work on Rona the Fair Isle sweater I showed last week um, a little bit though I don't know that I'm not going to really show it to you because I don't know that you'd really be able to tell any difference. I still haven't, um, you know, broken for the um, armholes yet. But I did find a new, different project that I've been working on. And you usually see the frame of it up behind me, but this is um, a little weaving project I have on the triangle loom. And this is a very sort of simple um kind of loom that you warp and weave at the same time. Um, I'm doing this. I belong to the the prayer shawl group um, at my church and I haven't really done that much just because I I usually went to um, I, I would go to a knitting group um, one night a week and didn't always really like to be gone two nights a week. Um, so they, the prayer shawl group meets once a month. So once in a while I would go or I would make something and give it away or, um, but I went last, um, Monday and got some yarn. And when I first joined it, you know, I always practically always have a shawl on anyway. And these ladies would always ask me, you know, do you knit or crochet? And I'd look down and I'd have, you know, a garter stitch shawl on. I'd be like, I knit. So I was talking about it um, one night at, the, at my knitting group and said, you know, I want to, I, I had just gotten out the little weave it, the little, you know, small um, weave it loom and said, I want to weave something, you know, so that I can say, is it knit or crochet? I can say, it, I wove it. And um, a friend of mine was just moving away from town and she had this loom and one night she brought it and she gave it to me, you know, because she didn't want to move. They were moving way out of state and she didn't want to, there were lots of stuff that she just didn't, you know, you accumulate and you just didn't want to move. So anyway, I inherited this loom and I've made like a couple little things but never finished anything on it. So I thought this would be a chance I could show you kind of... Um, how it works. I'm going to move my iPad out of the way in case um, it slips and I don't want it to slam into the screen and crack it. I've already had a cracked iPhone screen this month. Um, so you you start down you start down at the bottom and you do your first you know loop and then kind of weave it back and forth. So 
Um, at this stage, I can still just use my fingers and kind of can like pluck it sort of like, you know, going over under, you know, sort of like, um, you know, plucking kind of a musical instrument. I left some. So now I've plucked all of these and I can just, it's easier when you're, you know, looking at the right side of it. I can just reach down and grab my yarn and squish it over there, put it on the next hook over here, bring it over. Easier said than done on the opposite side, and then hook it on the next one over here and bring this yarn to the bottom over here. So then, then you can, like, you know, get these in closer. And so that's all that you do is you wrap it around the one, weave it in and out through all of these. Um, um, threads and then bring it up over and then it's all ready. So you're weaving, you're warping it and you're weaving it at the same time. Once these get, you know, work up and that gets closer together, then it gets to be a little too, you know, close and tight quarters. You have to use a crochet hook to, you know, weave it down, grab the yarn, you know, up. Because um, you just, it's, it's not, um, there's not enough room. And um, I have one of these pieces um, finished. I did one side. So this is like one entire like looms worth um, woven. Um, this yarn is not the best for weaving. This is the yarn that they want you to use. Um, I'm kind of a a yarn snob and this so this is the yarn it's Karen simply soft so they want it to be and and I'm not saying that all acrylics are bad I don't really care for this one you know there are some acrylics that are better than others but and this is sort of a, a rose color and then I have another one that's the cream and I um, stranded those two together to make um, to make this kind of fabric and there's mistakes in there right there there's some mistakes and I just left them in the the woman who gave me this loom she was a knitter too and she used to always say um, you have to leave the mistakes in to leave the evil spirits out so I left my mistakes in <laughs> to leave the evil spirits out um, and then I will I'm going to like seam these two pieces together to make a square and then I will probably just do like an edging around the outside with whatever um, yarn that I have left because um, they want to have square shawls um, and really and you know I kind of think of, they're more like little kind of lab blankets more than shawls but um, whatever um, and this yarn you know, I'm not like real thrilled with it for even knitting. I thought this would be a, a way of using it and getting just a, something a little bit different, producing just something a little bit different. But it's very, I pulled this one, you know, really tight when I was doing it when I was about, like, you know, 
at the, at the beginning. And it is so inelastic. It got really, really difficult to weave when it got into the middle. So this one I'm leaving like the much, much looser as I'm weaving it. Hopefully that will make it a little bit easier. So really, that's about, and I, you know, worked on Rona a little bit, but that's really all that I worked on um, this way, except one thing. I have um, an Off the Needles, and I did knit this, and this is using that same yarn. I took a little bit of it and um, made this little hat, um, and this is a little hat that I made for um, a friend of a friend who... Um, was diagnosed with breast cancer and so I wanted to knit a little hat to send um, to her and the the um, pattern for this is called the lace edged women's hat it's a free pattern on Ravelry and the designer is Julie Hence and it just has this little bit of lace down at the bottom and then it's just plain stocking it at the top and I when I was going through chemo I had a little hat that someone made me similar to this. I don't know if she used exactly this pattern, but it just had kind of a lace at the bottom and then was plain at the top. And I used it a lot when I, um, cause your head gets cold when you sleep. And so I used this a lot just because there was, you know, plain, there was nothing where, you know, if it, there, you know, like had a, you know, just, you know, motif or a design or something on one side. You didn't have to worry if that was on the side that you were sleeping on so that you didn't wake up with an indentation. And so I had one that was similar to this that I wore um, a lot. And it just did it, um, you know, kind of using two colors. And I wanted to show you that the cast on that I used is a really simple way of doing a like a two color, you know, just getting a start with a little bit of a different color. And all that this was, was a regular long tail cast on. And I took my, the two yarn colors and did a slip knot and um, put them on the needle just to secure them together. And then um, used the pink around my thumb and the white around my finger. And then just did a regular long tail cast on. And so that lines up and makes the pink have this little like outline stitch and then you know went right into using the white broke off the the pink yarn when I had you know joined it into the round and just used the white yarn so you just get that little bit of I can show you the inside so you can see how that is and then I just did a little bit of, of change over here at the top of the lace pattern just to sort of make it look um, like if you threaded a ribbon through it, it doesn't really, you know, you could if you wanted to, but um, so that's what I did there. And then, so that's a, a real easy little, so I will send that off. But I did want to show you um, the big finished reveal. Um, I had completely forgotten that I had never shown the finished blue one bohus on the podcast. And a friend of mine you know, kind of clunked me on the head, said, you never showed that. You showed it a billion times in the works, and then you never showed it finished. And I just, when I was, like, cleaning, like, putting everything, I just, you know, put it back in the cedar closet. Did not even really, like, think about that it um, had not 
shown it on the podcast. And then somebody else wrote on the Ravelry group that, you know, I, I hope we get to see it. So I got it out of um, the, the cedar closet and we'll, um, so this is the finished, finished sweater. I'm going to back up. I am not putting it on. It's 90 degrees and humid today. I'm not putting it on. I'm sorry. But trust me, it fits. And so you can sort of see, you know, on the side there that it's, you know, goes in for um, the waist shaping. And then, let's see if I can get closer. So this is how the, um, the bottom blocked out um, the little bit of, of lace. And then I just did a two-stitch I-cord along the bottom and then... Um, when I blocked that, just like pin those out into points. It's at the seam at the top, too. So um, I just pulled those up. It had had a, a provisional cast on when I started it because it done, was done from the yoke, um, the top down. And so I just picked up my stitches, um, you know, took the provisional cast on off, picked up my stitches and, and worked that up. And then this was, um, I do, I think I showed this to you um, when I was doing the, the um, button band and working it, you know, sideways to kind of build that up. And let me quick, I don't remember if I showed the, the inside of the steak, that is the, the inside of the steak. Um, it's sewn down there, um, but so it's it was finished and um, so and then the oh the buttons that I I ended up using these were ones I I bought um, kind of right after my um, I had gotten my pink balls I think I got them at the yarnery but I like how they. The little kind of um, jagged edge sort of, um, you know, reflects what, how the, the jagged edge of the, um, the bottom of the yoke there. So, it was a long project. I have several different ones in, in the closet that I could um, start on, but I think I want to do... Um, finish um, Rona and get that one um, done before I would start another um, Bohos. Okay, then in show and tell, I did receive a pattern this week from a friend. Um, I, I This was in my queue and she um, sent me this pattern. It's called Sathara. It's from a Twist Collective um, by Karina Ferguson. It's kind of a hoodie. It's got a Kind of a cable-y detail in it, and um, it, it had been in my queue. I I've been feeling like I want to knit um, kind of a hooded kind of sweater, and I wanted to do one with a zipper because we learned this kind of a cool zipper um, technique at camp. Um, the thing is, the yarn for this is. Um, that's shown is Green Mountain Spinnery, their mountain mohair, which I've always wanted to knit a sweater out of their yarn. And they are going to be at Wisconsin Sheep and Wool 
in two weeks, which is the Wisconsin Sheep and Wool Festival down in Jefferson, Wisconsin. And um, I'm supposed to be taking a, um, a class with Deb Robeson on that Friday. Um, can't think of what the date is. It's the Friday. It's the weekend after um, Labor Day. Um, but it's um, Deb Robeson's Rare Breeds class. So, um, but the market is open that day. It's a, it's always a little bit emptier. I've gone on that Friday for several years. Um, it used to be they just had classes and the vendors set up, but now they're open. And it's nice because you get a chance to talk to them. But anyway, the yarn for that might follow me home. It's not like I don't have yarn. That's kind of why I laid out all the yarn thinking... Certainly, I could start a sweater from one of these yarns, but we shall see. But that was a really nice um, surprise, and you know, thank you, thank you so much. Um, and so that is, you know, kind of my upcoming event is the Wisconsin Sheep and Wool. Um, the, another vendor there is going to be um, Sun Valley Fibers. And she has um, some beautiful teals for Teal Timber, which is coming up next week. And I decided, um, there, I started a thread in the Ravelry group, which is Friends of Heartland Knits. And um, so between now and then, um, put in a picture of your teal toes, your, you know, toes painted with some shade of teal, anywhere from kind of aqua to dark teal, and you could um, um, win this yarn, which is by Sun Valley Fibers, and it is her Merino Cashmere and Silk um, 75 1510 um, fingering weight. It's 400 yards, and this is a color she calls Poolside, which is a beautiful, beautiful kind of turquoisey teal, and it is such a nice yarn to knit. It's really soft. I knit the little that little shawlette I showed last week out of um, this same yarn and it has such a nice drape and um, so I will next week um, I decided I would pull the winner. Next week is September 1st which is the um, start of Teal Timber which is a knit along crochet spin weave whatever um, along for ovarian cancer awareness. So I decided I would pull a winner of this yarn next week and then um, I can get it out in the mail and some, you know, whoever wins can actually uh, um, knit with this during September. So um, there's a thread open already for um, pictures of teal toes and it's so fun to see um, you know, people are posting them on Instagram, too. And um, also, Kagi of the High Fiber Diet, the audio podcast, she's also holding a teal timber. And um, so you can kind of cross-post into her group, too. And I, I will have, I have more prizes that I just haven't, like, gotten, you know, for, you know, I will have a finished object um, teal thread and... Um, so I will get my act together and get those up and get that up um, for um, next um, week. Um, we also have the um, Felted Mitten Challenge, which is um, 
trying to get 50 felted mittens. Um, it's going to run through at least September, and there are two prizes for that. Um, the set of size 6 interchangeable, um, not inter what am I saying? Size 6 signature fixed needles, which are 4 millimeter, and also a skein of Volmice in the lapis color. So those two are prizes for um, the Felted Mitten Challenge. And this is the start of the Teal Timber Prizes. So this will be given out next week. So this is going to be a short show. Um, I just want to say, you know, thank you all for watching. And um, hopefully, I did wake up yesterday with that sort of, I want to knit a sweater. So hopefully, the knitting will come back. Um, but thanks so much for watching. Until I see you next week, from my heart to yours, happy knitting.